Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is Apostle Nicole Reddick with Converting Souls International Ministries. This month I will be preaching on wrestling. Wrestling. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. I pray that this message of warfare will empower the believer and non-believers alike to understand their warfare that is within the heart which is the innermost part of us the spirit and the soul so father I pray that this message would empower them that they will be doers of this word and not hearers only in the name of Jesus Christ amen and amen our first scripture is coming from Ephesians, the 6th chapter, the 12th verse. Ephesians, the 6th chapter, the 12th verse. We're going to back up to verse 10. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. For we wrestle. And what does it mean to wrestle? It means to contend with, to fight, to war, to wrestle. But he's saying we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Now I see you and you see me, that's flesh and blood. Sometimes we argue. Some people will say that is wrestling. Sometimes we see them fighting in the street, that is wrestling. Sometimes we see them in sports, that is wrestling. But this wrestle that the Bible is explaining is not about flesh and blood. Although you see us fighting, there is something deeper that is going on. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You may argue with me, but I'm saying there is something different or deeper that is going on. And is dealing with the inside of man, coming from his soul and his spirit to his mind. So we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Principalities is what we're going to be discussing this week. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. And what is a principality? A principality is something that starts at the beginning. It is the beginning and it is the active cause of war of wrestling of wrestling it is the active cause 
So, what is the active cause that Jesus is saying that we wrestle with? What is the beginning? What happened that we have to wrestle within? Genesis, the third chapter. I have to take you back to the beginning because it said principalities is the definition of the start. The beginning. The first estate. Genesis 3, we're going to go to verse 14 and 15. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head And thou shalt bruise His heel His heel Back to the beginning Where it first started With the serpent It caused enmity And enmity is the fight From the first From what was to what is The serpent has been a problem since he was created. Let's go to Judas. I'm sorry, Jude. Jude 1.6. Jude 1.6. The Satan, the serpent, has been a problem from the day he was created. And iniquity was found in him. But Jude 1 verse 6 says, And the angels which kept not their first estate. Well, what was their first estate? It's the principality. It's how you were created. What happens first? But left their own habitation he hath reserved everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. He left his first estate. Let's go to Ezekiel to see what that state was. We're going to turn to Ezekiel. Ezekiel. 
in Ezekiel, it tells us how beautiful Satan was. Here we are. 28, Ezekiel 28, verses 13, he says, Thou hast been in the Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardis, the topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald and the carbuncle and gold the workmanship of thy tabrets and of thy pipes were prepared in thee in the day thou was created here god saying he was in the eden the garden of god and we know that there is this eden In the place where Adam and Eve was. But there's also an Eden in heaven. He said to Satan, Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. And I have set thee so that thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. The holy mountain of God. Here he was in his habitation with God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in the day from which thou was created till iniquity was found in thee. And the Bible goes on to say in verse 17, Thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. But one thing I want you to understand about Satan he had to leave his habitation. He got thrown out of heaven because of the iniquity that was found in him. He had left his first estate because of sin. And then he caused man to fall in the garden, leaving their first estate. John 8:44. And this is about Satan. And this is what Jesus is saying. And he, he is talking to them. To the Jews. In um, John 8. 43 and 44. Why do you not understand my speech because you cannot hear my word ye are of your father the devil and the lust of your father ye will do he was a murderer from the beginning from the beginning he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him and when he speaketh a lie he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it so we saw in Ezekiel how beautiful Satan was and you know that even in his next state he went from what was the beauty of how God saw him 
to what is the beauty of how he see himself. And as Job describes Leviathan, he still was arrogant in his fallen state. He thought he was so beautiful because you couldn't puncture his shell. It was hard, it's hard to kill him as the Leviathan, the flying fiery serpent. The Bible says that fire, God will put fire in him. Well, let's go back. To Genesis, the third chapter. So here, God is judging in 14 and 15, Satan. But where did the fight start with us and Satan? In, ver in chapter 3, up earlier, it talks about it. But let's look at our first estate. Genesis 2, verse 24, 25. It says, well, let's go to 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Here, God just made woman. And this is what he's saying about Adam and Eve in their first estate. He said, and they were both naked, the man and his wife. See, I told you before, when God gave Eve to Adam, that was the first marriage. Because here in verse 25, he's saying, And they were both naked, the man and his wife. So we get marriages today for a man and his wife after the fashion of our God. Why? Because he made us male and female. And it says, and they were not ashamed. They were not ashamed to be naked, to be seen. They were not ashamed. But if we go over to chapter 3, when the serpent meets Eve in the garden, we're still talking about Satan and his deceitful ways. And so in chapter 3, verses 1 through 13, Satan deceives Eve by his words. And let's see what happens when they disobey God by the deceptive thoughts, conversation that Eve had with Satan. Verse 10, verse 9. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Why is God trying to find Adam? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. Well, hold on. In your first estate, you was naked and not ashamed. But now that you did what God told you not to do by eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, 
Now you know that you are naked and you hid yourself. You said, I'm afraid. Why is it that when we in sin, we hide from God? We hide from God. And the Bible says that God says that your sin, it hides his face from you. God does not go anywhere, but your sin causes you to react to God in a negative way. We're talking about the war within, the wrestling of principalities, changing. It is from what was to what is, a renewing. So then, Lord, in our fallen state, we fell from our first estate. Then how do we get back to him? How do we get back to God? How? head. In verse 11, 
I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Verse 15. As the Father knoweth me, and even so I the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. What is Jesus saying here? I'm going to bruise Satan's head by laying down my life. And he is going to bruise my heel. This is the wrestling for your soul. Jesus Christ didn't die in vain. Verse 16. And other sheep I have which are not of the fold. Them also I must bring in. And they shall hear my voice. And they shall be one fold and one shepherd. What is God saying to us? That through Jesus Christ, you can wrestle to get back to your first estate. Jesus died. He is the woman's seed that crushed or that broke Satan's head. Well, how is that so? How is that so? How is that so? Let's go to Isaiah, the seventh chapter. And this is Jesus prophesying. I mean, God prophesying unto Ahaz. And he, Ahaz, is talking to the house of David. And he says in Isaiah 7, 14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. A virgin is a woman. And he's talking about a woman in this case, because men can be virgins too. But this is a woman. And she's going to bear a son. Let's go to Matthew. Matthew, the second chapter. All right, let's go to the first chapter. The 18th verse, it says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph before they came together. What does that mean? Before they had sex. She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. In verse 23, it repeats Isaiah chapter 7. Verse 14. A virgin shall be with child. And shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, being interpreted God with us. And in verse 25 says, and he knew her not, which, which means what? He didn't have sex with her until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. He called his name Jesus. Matthew 2, 2. Here it is, the three wise men coming to see 
our Savior, saying, Where is he that is born King of the Jews? So here we have established woman's seed. Here we have established woman's seed. For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. We are come to worship him. And in verse 5. And they said unto him. In Bethlehem of Judea. For thus it is written by the prophet. And thou Bethlehem in the land of Judah. Are not least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor. Woman, conceiving a child, a governor, a king, that shall rule my people Israel. And see, we look at the natural ruling, the president over our country, the kings over our country. That's a natural ruling. They're governing. But Jesus, he was a little different. He didn't want to be made king. He didn't want to be put in that position. Here, when he says rule, he says, I'm going to feed. Rule me, feed. He was governing in the spiritual sense, not in the natural. He had to feed the people so that their spirits can stay alive. He had to feed the people because of what they wrestle against. The principality. The principality, which was from the beginning. Micah, the fifth chapter. Micah, the fifth chapter. Micah, the fifth chapter. And here is the prophecy that Matthew 2 was talking about. It says, Now gather thyself in troops, O daughter of troops. He hath laid siege against us. They shall smite the judge of Israel with a rod upon the cheek. We always wrestling. But thou, Bethlehem Ephrathah, Thou be little among thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me to be ruler in Israel. He is the one chosen, the one born from Bethlehem of a woman's, the woman's seed who is Jesus Christ. And it says, who's going forth from of old. Of old, when God started talking about that, he's talking about the beginning. From everlasting. From old. From the beginning. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh. But you can't be made flesh unless you come through a woman. And Jesus Christ came. He is the woman's seed. That bruised Satan's head. It says, Therefore will he give them up until the time 
she which travaileth hath brought forth. Then the remnant of his brethren shall return unto the children of Israel, and he shall stand and feed. The Bible says he shall feed. And what did I just tell you? Feed meant he will rule. And all those who eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, they are feeding on Christ. He is ruling you, and I want you to understand that. He is the only one that can help you in this wrestling of principalities. The Bible says in Romans 12, the second chapter, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. you got to be transformed. <clears throat> the transformation, the transforming is the renewing. It is the wrestling process in us. So when you come to Christ as your, and have him as your Lord and Savior, when you come to him, there's a transformation process. And that is the wrestling within to get you back to your first estate. The Bible says in Colossians 1, 13 through 18, that God had delivered us and translated us through Christ. He had delivered us and translated us. Now, what does translate mean? To remove, change into a different kingdom. You see, Satan's habitation, his first habitation in Jude 1.6, the Bible said he left. But another scripture said he was thrown out of heaven. He left his first habitation. Just like Adam and Eve was thrown out of the garden after the fall of man. And Jesus Christ, he's come to translate us. He is changing us into a, from the, the kingdom of Satan back to the kingdom of God. And he is removing us out of the grips of Satan into the grips of God. You have to decide where you want to be. Do you want to be changed? Do you want to be transformed? Do you want to be translated? The wrestling process. The war within. Christ can only bring us back to our first estate. And I want you to understand, don't give up in the wrestling process. Don't give up in the renewing. Don't give up in the transformation. Don't give up. Because he's taking you from what was born in sin and shaped in iniquity because of the principality. And he's bringing us into the kingdom of his dear son. And that's Colossians. Colossians 1, 13. Who hath, it says, give me thanks unto, to verse 12. Give me thanks unto the Father, 
which have made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who have delivered us from the power of darkness. Understand that the power of darkness is Satan and his seed. And Jesus died. Why? Because it was the warfare, the enmity that God had put between Satan's seed and the woman's seed. And he and Jesus told the chief priests when they had captured him, he said, Now is your time and the hour of the power of darkness. The war, the bruising of Jesus' heel was beginning. They were going to kill him. But he did it for you and for me. And have translated us because into the kingdom of his dear son. Because it was God's salvation for us. It says in whom we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. But I want to tell you something. Jesus didn't stay dead. Jesus didn't stay dead. He rose again. He rose again. That's why the Bible says in Romans 8:37, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. So I want you to know that no principality shall be able to separate you from the love of God. The war within the principality is started from the beginning. The encounter was Satan with the active cause. And we are still in the warfare. And I want you to understand that you wrestle not against flesh and blood. But you wrestle against principalities. What was the cause from the beginning? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. And we have established that Satan fell from his first estate and his habitation. The way God created him to be. And he was thrown out of heaven. So the spiritual war started in heaven, but we didn't encounter it until he fell to the earth. We must understand the wrestling within, the fight in your decision making to sin or not to sin, to be transformed, to live Under demonic rule or to live under Jesus rule demons will feed you and it will cause you to sin the Bible says that Satan will talk to the mind to cause you to disobey God he will talk to the mind to cause you to sin 
You can be under Satan's rule and follow the pleasures of sin. Or you can be under God's rule and follow holy pleasures. Pleasures of sin just copy the pleasures of God. You want to be under something that is true. The wrestling within. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Sometimes when you see flesh and blood fighting, you have to say what is really going on. What is happening in the spirit? Father, I just thank you for this word. I thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. I pray that the hearers receive and believe and continue in the wrestling against principality. This is important that they understand that they are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. That no matter what they wrestle against, they will overcome. But they have to do what you say to overcome because you feed us on our, in our warfare. You lead us. And if we do what you say, we will conquer. If we renew our minds and be transformed, we will follow you more instead of following that which captive, made us captive. I just thank you for your word, Lord. And I pray that in each heart, this word begins to move and stir up, cleanse, Burn up the iniquity within. Cause the people to make a more a more qualitative decision. One that will continue to change them as they go from glory to glory into your image. Even as the Bible says we are changed. And see this change is the, the process. The wrestling process. The transformation. The translation. The deliverance. And each of us need it. So I pray that the hearts of the hearers. Give them understanding that they may move and continue in the race until they can say like the Apostle Paul, I have fought a good fight. I have completed my course. I have kept the faith. And that is the key, Lord, that they continue to fight and keep the faith. Until the day of Jesus Christ. Or the day of eternal rest for them. In the name of Jesus I pray. Amen and amen.